I'm Saba Malik and this is a mini mental. One of my best friends is insomnia. It's always been with me and it still is, but alhamdulillah, I've learned to live with it and not just deal with it, but actually use it to my benefit. Having mental health challenges means that you're going to deal with insomnia where you have trouble falling asleep at night. I've given a lot of tips in previous episodes on how to you know, deal with difficult thoughts. But one of the times the challenging thoughts really hit me is at night when I'm supposed to be sleeping, but everything just comes crashing in like a big wave. So what I've learned about myself is that I'm a big audio person. I mean, it makes sense. I podcast. So audio stuff and listening to audiobooks or music or Quran, it really benefits me. Now it can go two ways. If I'm listening to things that are harmful, No, I'm not talking about haram and halal. That's not what this podcast is about. I'm talking about things that are kind of like junk food for my for my ears. If I'm listening to junk music or junk audio, it's not going to uplift me. On the contrary, it's going to bring me down and it's going to ruin my mood. So knowing that, so knowing that, why not actively choose something that is healthy for my ears? So let me give you an example. I love listening to the Quran. It gives me peace. It makes me feel very serene. It calms me down. But I found that if I didn't have a reciter that I really kind of, you know, clicked with or vibed with, then I didn't want to hear it. And sometimes if the audio was really bad, it would actually hurt my ears. This has nothing to do with the message of the Quran and the actual words that are being recited. It's just the voice of the reciter. So what I've done is search for reciters that I like. And here's here's the interesting part that I haven't heard other people talk about. I look at what mood I'm in and then I match a reciter to my mood so that it helps me feel better. Let me give you an example. So there's two reciters who are currently my favorite. One of them is the reciter Fateh and the second one is the reciter Omar Hisham. Both of them are on YouTube and mashallah, they have great, great videos. And some of their videos are available on podcast apps and you just search for their names. And in the show notes, inshallah, I'll put their names so you can look it up for yourself. Now, going back to my original topic, one of the duas that really helps me fall asleep is reciting Aytul Kursi. And the reason is that, think about it, Aytul Kursi starts off with Allahu la ilaha illa huwal hayyul qayyum. Okay, so no is sleep. Aithal Kursi is talking about Allah and how there is no God except Allah and He's the one who never sleeps. So we're falling asleep, yet we are calling on our protector. Kind of a security guard, but not like a human security guard. It's a guard that never sleeps. They never get tired. They're always watching over us. And with all the anxiety that comes when you're falling asleep, knowing and actually believing that Allah is watching over me, it can really, really calm you down. Because think about it, sleeping is kind of like a temporary death. When a person is dead and they're lying down, they don't look any different than a person who is sleeping. They look the same. It is essentially a temporary death. So reciting Aytul Kursi is a great, great way to help deal with insomnia. Of course, it gives you protection and there's a whole lot of religious proof and text behind that. But what I'm talking about here is listen to Quran instead of like junk music 
or junk audio for your ears. 